This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is Martin Strong and Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. Coming up, it's some great advice on taking care of your teeth. And we'll learn why your dental health is a big part of your overall health. We'll talk to the folks at Angel Care Dental. But first, it's some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. Get ready for some sticker shock at the grocery store. The next time you're picking up milk, cheese, yogurt, and any other dairy products. The price of dairy is expected to soar in the coming months. The Canadian Dairy Commission announced last month it would be raising the price paid to farmers for milk products next year by 8.4%, which is the most it's ever been hiked. It means that dairy farmers will earn about $570 million more for the milk they produce next year. They say it's to compensate for huge increases in the price of feed and fuel costs, which both have been going up like crazy. But consumer advocates say it's just going to mean more high prices for us. And many retailers and restaurant owners say the problem is with the commission and that needs uh, that the needs of consumers are overlooked in favor of pleasing the dairy farmers. Despite an onslaught of hatred from anti-vaccine activists over a pay bump for vaccinated employees, Chapman's Ice Cream says it has in fact received far more positive feedback than negative. The furor around the Canadian ice cream company based in Markdale, Ontario, all started this week after the company told its employers, or employees rather, the people working for them, that it would give a $1 per hour raise to vaccinated employees. The logic being that the company was spending roughly the equivalent to test each unvaccinated employee. So Chapman estimates that less than 10% of some of their 850 workers at this family-run company are unvaccinated. And he said the company figured out that it was spending about $40 per week on regular COVID-19 testing to test each employee. So why not offer the ones who don't have to get tested a buck an hour extra? The company hasn't fired anyone for not getting vaccinated. And uh, Chapman, the company, says that the family saw the move as a middle-of-the-road approach to keep workers safe without stigmatizing anyone. But the company started getting bombarded with hate mail online after an employee took a screen grab of a notice about the policy and posted it in an anti-vaxxer forum. And uh, vice president of the company, Ashley Chapman, says the response was shocking. He says the messages have simply been vile from people saying uh, some say they hope the whole family dies of cancer or that the business burns to the ground and they're left with nothing. But the good news is after news about it hit this week, the positive response has been swift and huge. Chapman now says at this point, it's almost all positive now. And a Vancouver woman has had her case against yoga pant retailer Lululemon dismissed by a human rights tribunal after she tried to use a note from a naturopathic doctor to excuse her from wearing a mask in one of their stores. This case dates back to November last year, 
when Yvonne Coelho and a friend went to a Lululemon store without a face mask on. Lululemon had a rule that everyone in their stores had to wear a mask at that time. They still do. And staff told Coelho she couldn't be there without a mask. Coelho's reason for not wearing a mask was an apparent medical exemption. She cited a note from her naturopathic doctor claiming that masks caused her increased stress and risk of a panic attack. A video of the whole thing was recorded by Coelho's friend and submitted as evidence, but the tribunal dismissed the case, pointing out that Lululemon has online shopping with a shipping or pickup option. Also, they have an employee help uh, uh, an employee that can help uh, anyone who remains outside the store. And the decision stated that Lululemon was not obligated to provide a perfect accommodation, but a reasonable one. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And up next, we'll talk to the folks at Angel Care Dental about why taking care of your teeth is crucial to staying healthy. That's next. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. And as we're learning, your dental health has a big effect on your overall health. So it's important to find not only a good dentist, but also a a dental facility that can handle all of these needs. And Angel Care Dentistry is that place in North Delta on Scott Road. They call it a one-stop shop that handles all aspects of your dental health from cleaning to implants, and a lot more. And with me now is Dr. Masa Saraya, one of the team of dentists at Angel Care. Hello, Dr. Saraya. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so so you call it a one-stop shop, the Angel Care Dentistry Clinic. So so that means uh, you pretty much handle uh, patients all, all of their uh, dental health needs, right? That is correct. We see patients as young as two years old when their um, baby teeth or primary teeth when first come in. And we have patients that are 101 years old and they have different needs. For example, implants or dentures that are supported by implants. So really, we cover all ages and um, you know, some of my patients that I had seen as young children are now bringing me their children. So it's really satisfying to see two or three generation of patients. Yeah, that's very cool. And from two years old to 101, that's that's impressive. And, and let's get right into it. Um, with a two-year-old, when when is the right time to bring uh, a little little kid or a baby in to see a a dentist? When should be their first visit? Um, I say as early as possible when the teeth, baby teeth first appear in the mouth, bring your child in. You may say, why that early? Well, one of the things that we try and do in, in angel care is preventative. We start to give diet consultation to young moms and parents and talk about what to do and not to do. And I give you an example. Breastfeeding is very good for a child, and we all know that. Mm -hmm. But to send a child to bed with a bottle causes a problem. When the child suckles on milk all night long, um, the milk has very high level of sugar in it. And over time, it may take six months, it may take one year, baby teeth start to go black. 
and that's called caries or cavity or rotten teeth um, for a lack of better word. And the parent will then notice something is wrong and bring the child in and then it's too late. So that piece of information by itself is really valuable. Young mothers should not be sending young children to bed with either milk or water that um, has sugar in it or honey water. And we start that conversation with young parents uh, to start with. Also, baby teeth, when they come in, um, they will determine what the future or of the bite of that child would look like. So we start to assess that and have conversations about whether a child is going to need braces or not and what we can do to prevent things in the future. And also get the child accustomed to dentists. I mean, the little ones come in and they're scared. There's a lot of things going around, the noises, and the sooner we get accustomed to us, the better experience they'll have as adults. Right. We're, we're talking to Dr. Masa Saraya from the Angel Care Dentistry Clinic in North Delta on Scott Road. AngelCareDental.com is the website if you want to go and uh, make an appointment. And you mentioned about starting kids young uh, because you want them to get comfortable in the dentist chair. And I know a lot of people, even older people, uh, have a lot of anxiety about going to the dentist. And and. What's the policy at uh, Angel Care Dentistry about uh, making people feel comfortable about being at the dentist? Well, that's it. You know, I think one of the things that stops people from coming to dentists is fear, anxiety. It's not really how much it costs or it's not the lack of time. It's just that they don't want to be in pain. And I get that. During my time when I was growing up, going to the dentist was not a pleasant experience. But I have a story, and, and that is my father is a dentist and has been for the past 50 years. And I used to go watch this man work when I was younger. I just loved being around him and, and loved to see how he interacted with people. And a young child came in, probably around eight years of age, and um, unfortunately one of the teeth in his mouth was so badly rotten that they could not save him, save the tooth. Um, and so the child sat in the chair and he kept looking at my dad uh, with tears in his eyes and saying, you're not going to hurt me, are you? You're not going to hurt me. That was his only concern. And my dad said, of course not. And he started interacting with the young child and managed to get the freezing in. And it came time to pull the tooth. And I'm, I'm holding my breath, watching all this, going, oh, my God, this is going to go so badly. And my father put the forceps on the tooth and then started to tell a joke. And he, my father started to laugh, and the young man started to laugh. And amongst all this laughing and commotion, he managed to take it, the tooth out so fast that the kid just did not even know what was happening. And he got out of chair. He gave my dad a big hug and said, I love you so much. You're the best. And I think at that moment, it solidified for me how important it is to have care, not to hurt people, and to show sense of humor when you're doing your work. And um, I think that's what I've tried to carry with me and implement in our dental office. You're va- you know, our patients are valuable to us. We understand fear, and we will do our best to make that disappear and for you to have a very comfortable experience. 
That is a lovely story. Uh, Dr. Masa Soraya from the Angel Care Dentistry Clinic in North Delta on Scott Road, angelcaredental.com. And I can see why you became a dentist. That That's really, really cool. Um, and, and you call uh, Angel Care Dentistry a patient-centered care uh, that you give. Patient-centered. Uh, what do you mean by that, patient-centered? Well, I believe that dental health is a journey. You are at the stage that you are, but ultimately your dental health will determine your general health. So we try and meet the patient where they're at. If at the moment all they want is to be out of pain and have emergency work, well, then we'll respect that. And then we'll have that same patient over the years change their attitude and say, okay, now I'm out of pain, now I want optimum health. Fix the teeth so that I can eat better, so that I can have better health, so that I can smile. And we try to meet the patient where they are. They become the center of what we desire for them, if that makes sense. And we try and work with them and their dental benefits so that they can have the dentistry they desire. And I guess that's the reason why routine cleaning is important because uh, I guess there are some people who who feel like they only go to the dentist when they're in pain and uh, it's important to to make uh, sort of a a dental routine uh, part of your policy, you know, like go in even when you don't need to see the dentist every six months or, or whenever. That's important, right? Absolutely. You know, there is a saying in in English language that says, eventually you will pay the piper, whether it's now or later. And with, with us and our human bodies, a healthy body very much is connected to a healthy digestion, and that digestion starts in our mouth. So imagine this. In order for the enzymes in our stomach to work on food and be able to digest it properly, they need those food particles to be as small as possible. And that is the function of our teeth. The teeth, they tear, they grind, and they cut the food into very small pieces, making digestion easier and more efficient. When we swallow food and don't chew properly, digestion becomes difficult and insufficient. So what do I mean by that? If you swallow a chunk of meat and you don't chew it well, not all the nutrients and not all the energy in that piece of food or protein is released. So chewing food is extremely important, and of course, that's the function of our teeth. That's number one. Recently, um, there has been several studies that have shown there is an association between gum disease and heart disease. Now, that's really important. I will say that again, because research has shown that there is an association between gum disease and heart disease. Therefore, people with gum disease have an increased risk of getting heart disease two to three times more to be exact. Now, there is an association, which means not necessarily a correlation. Not everyone with heart disease, of course, has gum disease, and not all people with gum disease suffer the heart problem. But there is an association, and 
and I believe it was in the February 5th, 2021 Harvard Health publication that said people with gum disease have two to three times more risk of having a heart attack. So don't think of your teeth as just something that's there for beauty or helping you smile, but they have a very specific function that relates to your natural and overall health. And if I may just say what I want people to look for, people will say, well, what is gum disease and how do I know I have it? If I could just um, let them know what they should be looking for, um, they should just have a big smile and look in the mirror and look for swollen red gums. Are your gums nice and pink? That's what they should be. They should be flat and not puffy. So swollen red gums that are puffy is sign of gum disease. Gums that bleed, if you are brushing your teeth and at the end of that brushing session you have blood, that is not a good sign. If you're flossing your teeth and the teeth are bleeding, that is not a good sign. Bad breath, um, patients come to us complaining of bad breath because their spouse or their significant other has mentioned something, they're embarrassed to talk at work, and bad breath is another sign of gum disease. Um, if the teeth are loose, if your teeth in your mouth are moving, that is not a good sign. See your dentist as soon as possible. And pus, um, the yellow uh, viscousy solution that is around the teeth, that is a very bad sign as well. So if I could give any tips as to when a person has gum disease are the ones that we just talked about. Swollen gums, teeth that bleed, bad breath, loose teeth, and finally pus. Very important advice because, uh, yeah, we're learning more and more about inflammation in the body and how it's all connected. And uh, it's very true. There are more and more studies that show that uh, gum disease can lead to other things like heart disease. And it's all about inflammation. And that's why uh, a good dentist on a regular basis is crucial. And that's why Angel Care Dentistry is here. They are in North Delta on Scott Road. You can go to angelcaredental.com and you can see the all the team of dentists there. You can see uh, Dr. Soraya there smiling at you. And uh, you can also give them a call. 604-597-6711, 597-6711. And uh, Dr. Masa Soraya is our guest. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And when we come back, uh, I want to talk about cavities. Everybody talks about cavities, but uh, um, how do you know uh, when you have a cavity and do they always hurt? Because sometimes they don't. We'll have more with Dr. Masa Soraya from Angel Care Dentistry when we come back right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW, and we are talking about your health. And your health is linked in to your dental health. It's just as important as any other part of your body. It all flows together as we're learning with Dr. Masa Soraya. She's from Angel Care Dentistry. They're in North Delta on Scott Road. AngelCareDental.com is the website. You can go there and make an appointment. Uh, you can also give them a call, 604 597 
6711. And we've been learning, uh, Dr. Soraya, about the connection between your oral health and your regular health. And when I was a kid, uh, dentistry seemed all about cavities. You know, when you're a kid, you go, oh, how many cavities did you have? Um, and it doesn't seem to be as, as big a deal as, as I get older because I don't get many cavities. I don't know if everybody when they're older gets cavities, but um, let's talk a little bit about cavities and how, I mean, is it, is it more of a problem for children or is it a problem for adults as well? That's a really good question. Um, I think as a society, as we are learning more about what causes cavity and better nutrition, yes, the cavities can one day disappear. But unfortunately, where we are uh, in Surrey Delta area, we see a lot of children with cavities. We see a lot of adults with cavities. And the number one culprit is sugar. Sugar in any of its many forms, whether it's found in honey, which people consider healthy, dried raisins, or something as um, devilish as the pop, or um, sugar in coffee, your double-double you take from, oh oh God, the coffee place, Tim Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons, all of that helps you get cavities. So the question is, when do you see the dentist about the cavity? Because a lot of people come in and say, well, if I have a cavity, how come it doesn't hurt? So if I could quickly go over why a cavity won't hurt until it does. If we think of tooth or teeth in our mouth, they have a head, which we call the crown, and they have legs, which we call roots. So think of your tooth as having a big head, which is the crown that's sticking out of your mouth, and roots that go inside the jaw. Now, the crown of the tooth or the head is made of three layers. The outer layer, which is enamel, and it's the hardest substance in our body. The second layer, which is called dentin, and it's made of 45% hard stuff and about 33% organic matter, so it is softer. And then what I call the heart or the center of the tooth, and that's what we call the pulp or the nerve. People say, well, the nerve hurts or my tooth hurts. So a cavity starts on the very outer layer, which is the enamel. If a cavity is in the enamel, you will be totally unaware of it. It will do destruction without you knowing. Once it gets to the dentin, you may have slight sensations. For example, you may say, well, the cold has started to bother my teeth. Or once in a while, if I drink warm, it bothers my teeth. By the time that cavity or infection has reached the heart or center of your tooth, that's where all the nerve centers are, that's when people run to the dentist with a toothache or swelling and they say, I didn't sleep last night and I'm in a lot of pain. So as long as the cavity is on the outside layers, which is on the enamel and the dentin, it can be fixed. By the time the cavity reaches the pulp or the center or the nerve, it's all the same words, then it can no longer be fixed with a filling and the patient is looking at a root canal. 
a root canal is a longer procedure, it's more costly, and of course there is more tooth uh, structure destruction by that point as well. So you don't want the cavity to get to the pulp or to the nerve. You want to catch it early, and that's why it's so important that you see your dentist every six months and take the x-rays that are needed to know at what stage uh, the tooth destruction is at. Yeah, good good advice. And, and another yet another reason to call Angel Care Dental. Uh, angelcaredental.com is the website. You can make an appointment, 604-597-611, uh, 597-6711, uh, They're in North Delta on Scott Road. And we're talking to Dr. Masa Saraya. And you just uh, outlined how people get cavities. And uh, listening to that, I realized... Oh, that's why they take x-rays. That's why they like to take x-rays and other other kinds of imaging things. And that's a great thing about angel care dentistry. You've got uh, all sorts of new technology that helps you see inside people's mouths and uh, see what kind of care they're going to need before it gets really bad. So talk about some of the technology that angel care has, because you're, you're quite proud of it. I know that. Uh, yes, we are. And of course, there is the digital x-rays that now take amazing pictures of inside of your tooth with um, very small radiation compared to what we had in the old day ages of x-rays. There are uh, CT scan machines that we just acquired a brand new machine. And not many people know what a CT scan is, but to put it in um, simple language, it is a diagnostic tool. It's a tool that helps us uh, see better. It uses x-ray and computer to generate a 3D image of soft tissues and bone. And it's an amazing tool because when a patient needs, for example, an implant, we would like to know exactly how much bone uh, there is. Can the patient be a candidate for an implant? Uh, where should we be putting the implant? And it gives the dentist uh, x-ray vision. Uh, it, it gives us superheroes uh, because <laughs> it enables us to see in three-dimensional images. Yeah. And you're talking about implants. Implants are really amazing to me. Uh, I have one in, in my mouth. I never think about it. I got it years ago and it's just like a real tooth. And uh, implants, uh, I mean, are kind of revolutionary, even though I, I've heard that they've been around for, for literally hundreds of years. But nowadays, the technology is obviously so much better. But uh, tell me how important implants are for people. I absolutely agree with you. Implants are amazing. And really what it enables the patient to do is have something that feels as real as their, uh, their own natural teeth, if we could say that. And I think where I have seen the most incredible transformations as far as implants are concerned is when we use implants to retain dentures in patients' mouth. So these implant retained dentures are also called overdentures. And they function just like natural teeth, and they provide up to 100% of chewing functions 
for patients with dentures. It is truly the next best thing to a full mouth of real teeth. Now, imagine um, people who have dentures. At first, when a patient gets a denture, that denture fits very well. They can eat well with it, and they can function well with it. And this is the old-fashioned denture that I'm talking about, not the, the ones retained with an implant. But right. over the years, a, a denture patient will find their denture will no longer fit. They will sneeze and they move. They will talk and the, the teeth are unstable. They cannot eat. They cannot chew food. And they start to rub on the gums and cold sores and discomfort. Truly, they're a barbaric thing to have in a patient's mouth. Um, Old-fashioned dentures can be very problematic. Now, why is it that a denture fits in the beginning and then doesn't? The, the reason is resorption of bone. Over time, if you do not have teeth in your mouth that hold the bone in place, the bone resorbs. So when a patient first gets a traditional denture, it may fit well, but over time, it loosens. So what is the answer? How can we help people like that uh, with traditional denture? We move them into an over-denture or an implant-retained denture. And let me tell you the four main advantages of an over-denture. Number one is stability. We talked about over time how traditional dentures will be moving inside your mouth. That will not happen with an implant-supported denture. They don't shift. They hold securely in place. Um, usually we use four or more titanium posts which are rooted into the jaw and the, the over-denture clicks into those posts. So they're very stable. The patient eats and chews like they would normally. So the second advantage is that because the overdenture is in place secure, they can, brun they can uh, crunch into a crunchy apple. They can laugh. They can sneeze. They can have a conversation with family members without having to worry about shifts in their overdenture. Uh, the third advantage of having a, an, something, a, an overdenture, is better aesthetics. Nobody will know that you have a denture in your mouth. And uh, the, the self-confidence, therefore, grows up, uh, goes up and a, a patient is happier. And I think the most important thing to me is that, um, as we talked, when teeth are lost, bone and soft tissue that support the teeth resorb over time. But with dental implants, that puts a halt on the bone loss by stimulating and regenerating the growth of bone and soft tissue in much the same way as natural tooth. And that in itself is gold. It's worth the price you pay for the implant because you do not lose your, your bone and the support tissue. Yeah, and I, I guess that could be life transforming for people, really help them. Absolutely. I, I can't tell you the amount of times that people have come to my practice and smiled and put a hand in front of their mouth. 
because they're embarrassed. They've missed the tooth or they don't want their denture to pop out or they have black teeth or a number of reasons. And I think it was Mother Teresa that said, your smile is the greatest gift you can give another human being. So why would you want to hide that smile? And I think what we try and do in angel care is to be able to provide you with that self-confidence and that beautiful smile so you don't ever have to hide it again. And what I'm proud of is um, bringing in all kinds of experts into our dental practice. For example, like Dr. Alex Janix, who has joined our practice and has over 30 years of experience with implants to help my patients get the smile they want, get the implant they want. Dr. Janik has been in the industry for many years. He deals with a lot of complicated cases, sinus lifts, and and many other um, aspects of of implants. And he's a great asset to have at Angel Care. And if there is any issues with even existing implants, he can give you advice on that. And maybe he can help to repair or um, advance you towards a better smile. Angel Care Dentistry is the place. If you'd like to make an appointment, angelcaredental.com. They're in North Delta on Scott Road. You can also give them a call, 604-597-6711. Well, Dr. Massa Saraya, it's such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me and have a blessed day. Bye, guys. See you later. And coming up, a trippy way to improve your mental health. That's next. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW, and our thanks to Dr. Massa Saraya from Angel Care Dentistry in North Delta on Scott Road. You can make an appointment at angelcaredental.com or give them a call, 604-597-6711. And this is interesting. An international study led by UBC Okanagan researchers suggests that repeated use of small doses of psychedelics, such as psilocybin, used to be known as magic mushrooms, or LSD can be a valuable tool for those struggling with anxiety and depression. The study, recently published in Nature Scientific Reports, demonstrated fewer symptoms of anxiety and depression, greater feelings of well-being among people who reported consuming psychedelics in small quantities. Now, this is microdosing, and microdosing means you're taking the stuff in tiny amounts, small enough that they don't impair your normal cognitive functioning. You're not getting high is basically what it is. So subjects can go about their daily lives. There's still a lot of study to be done. Plus there's the fact that these drugs are still technically illegal. The university did not supply the psilocybin or the LSD. The subjects get it or grow it themselves. Uh, And then they reported their findings to the university anonymously. And while humans have been using psychedelics for thousands of years, the modern history of psychedelic drugs goes back to 1938. That's when Albert Hoffman, a Swiss chemist working at a pharmaceutical company, was trying to create some kind of stimulant. He ended up synthesizing lysergic acid diethylamide instead. Lysergic acid diethylamide, or LSD, 
Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. He tested it on animals and it did stimulate them, but not in the way he was hoping. So he put it away. And then five years later, he thought, well, what about that old experiment I was doing? So he took out his LSD creation and he accidentally absorbed a small dose through his fingertips. That's how the first acid trip was ever taken. Uh, He thought it was pretty cool, actually. He said he experienced what he called a radical shift in consciousness. And he looked it into it some more. He experimented, did more research. And then he sent out doses of his LSD to universities around the world. And that was when it showed up to Harvard at the doorstep of a young hipster psychologist at Harvard in 1960. His name was Timothy Leary. And the rest is history, became the drug of choice for hippies and anybody else who wanted to expand their mind. And then it was made illegal. And then, by the way, Albert Hoffman, the creator of LSD, would devote his life to the study of psychedelics. And he would take a small dose of LSD every day for the last 20 years of his life. And just for the record, Albert Hoffman died in 2008 at the age of 102. Interesting. This is Vancouver Consumer. And coming up, if you are in debt and need solutions, help is on the way. We'll talk to the folks at Sands and Associates when we come back. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.